a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. And now, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, one of my favorite people to see at the races. I just don't see him enough, and I'm sure this guy... Also misses me a ton. He is uh, a very, very VIP at, at uh, Joe Gibbs Racing on the NASCAR side. Obviously owns the JGR MX team that we uh, see uh, more often. It's uh, it's Coy Gibbs. What's up, Coy? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, really miss you at the races. I'm sure you miss me. <laughs> I miss making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I miss I miss watching you eat all the ice cream bars out of my trucks. <laughs> yeah, while they're still there, uh, this weekend Big John bought some Snickers and they were fantastic. So I just want to thank you, thank you for the from the bottom of my heart for everything you do for the media. Yeah, on, yeah. on the motocross side, um, obviously um, with everything that's been going on with the family, you've been concentrating on the NASCAR side the last two times and. I'll be honest, Cole. I don't know much about NASCAR. I, I, my NASCAR stuff is Wygant. He he supplies me with my NASCAR information. So, <laughs> but um, I guess it's been going well for you, right? Uh, Kyle Busch has been doing very well. Um, you're happy with that. Uh, your other drivers, Truex and Hamlin, have, are, are doing good. It seems like JGR and uh, um, Logano's team. Who is that? Who's Logano? Is that Penske? Penske. You guys are pretty much dominating. It seems like. Yeah. No, we've had a good year um, for sure. We've. Uh... We've won quite a few races here in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. which is great, but you want to make sure you won them at the end. Uh, that's when it's really important. So, no, I mean, it's been, it's been good. I can't complain so far this year. Yep. Um, but it's just it's just a long year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah, you think we have it gnarly, right? You guys are insane. I mean, when do you get into the races? Like, I know the team gets there Thursday or Friday or whatever. When do you get in? I have no control. It's whenever uh, my dad is going, I oh. have to go. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. Sometimes it's uh, Saturday. Sometimes it's Sunday morning. It just depends. It's, he's kind of all over the place. Right, right. And he, he doesn't tell you until the last minute either. <laughs> oh, that's nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, how is Coach? How's he doing? Everything good? He's doing good. Yeah. yeah. He's doing really good. Um, rolling around here. Um, he's in here, in here every day torturing me. So. <laughs> What's the... Well, it's, you've been doing it for a while now, obviously. Uh, what is what's the differences for you from moto to NASCAR? I mean, oh look, you're dealing with so much money on the NASCAR side, and it's so such a big sport compared to ours and everything else. But fundamentally, do some things stay the same, or can you even compare running the two? Uh, I mean, I guess there's some similarities. It, it's just it's so much bigger. You have so many more people. Um, and we love our people, but with people come a lot of issues. Uh-huh. Um, you know, hey, Moto, maybe you got a problem once every month. And 
On the cup side, you probably have a problem every day. Oh, really? Normal. Yeah. Just it's just the way yeah. it goes. Um, but it's uh, it's definitely more challenging for sure. Um, you're not a guy that seems like you 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 seem like you affected by pressure or anything else. Do you think about the the decisions that yourself and and your dad and 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 everybody else has to make on you know for Toyota for all your sponsors, all these people? I mean, it's a huge deal, right? Like, do you do you think about the pressure of some of those decisions? No, yeah, there's definitely, um, I mean, I guess in any sport, you want to do your best and win championships, um, so there's always pressure to do that, but you do have a lot, you have a lot of partners on right, the side, right. and, you know, you got to answer to a lot of different people, so, you know, I guess the, when something goes wrong or it doesn't go the right mm-hmm. way, it's not, you know, it's not just a couple of sponsors, you got to go talk to everyone, so... It's it's definitely more stressful for for sure. Yeah, for sure. Do you, so is a lot of your weekly stuff just putting out fires, just de- things like that. I so I deal mostly in the back office stuff. So you know, travel, HR, right, accounting, IT, engineering, and anything really that has to do with the race car. Um, my dad kind of sits on the other side, handles licensing, marketing, sponsorship, right, uh, sponsor relations. Um, I'm not he, uh, having been around me. I'm probably the not not the best people person, <laughs> so I feel like yeah. my role's a little better over here. Right, right. Um, but I, I've got some ne- I've got some nephews coming up, so I'm gonna need some help on the other side. So we're we're yeah. a couple of them to help. Uh, they got, they got really good personalities, so hopefully that fills in. Uh, it's like it's like Harden Watson, where you just you know you put Watsons <laughs> over here. And you're going to deal with these people, Kenny. And then when it comes to the other people, I'm going to step in. One of those things, right? It's similar. It's similar. Um, dealing dealing with drivers versus, first of all, I, I hear some stories about these drivers. I cannot believe, and, and again, it's just stuff I hear, so I don't really know. But they seem like a lot. They seem like divas. They seem like there's there's a lot of layers in between a driver and a team, and in between a driver and a sponsor. Um, unlike Moto, maybe with the Tomax or Roxins, it's that way. But Dealing with the drivers, uh, how is that compared to the moto kids? I mean, the moto guys are younger, obviously, and all that. But... I would say that's the one thing that is probably the same. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Good I mean, and bad, right? Good and bad, right? Well, it, it's just a, you know, they're a different kind of animal. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. A great rider and a great driver have a ton of similarities. Um, when you're being nice about it, you call it in football. When we're being nice about someone. We call we say they have athletic arrogance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know the definition of that, but that's like basically saying right. Uh, they're really good. Uh, so and they may be a little cocky, and so. they know it, and they know it, right? Yeah. No, I mean it, right. it's. I think you need to be. You need to come out of a different mold to be great at those. Either one of those. Mm-hmm. So and and they're really similar. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, that's funny. That's funny that they're like because I thought they'd be older, they'd be more mature, they'd be more uh, understanding. But you say not really. They're just they're they're. I mean, they definitely. Yeah. I think they definitely mature as they get older. Um, but so does a rider. Um, right. I, I think you know the younger ones or the ones that haven't got a big shot are you know they're, they're they just handle themselves mm-hmm. a little bit differently than the ones that are on top. I mean, it's just the way it goes. Maybe they're more appreciative. Right. Um, so, but I mean that—that's there—that doesn't change. They're—they're they're identical to me for the most part. What about the media in NASCAR? Are they more professional than us? 
they actually have degrees. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm sh- I doubt they have degrees. Come on, Coy. <laughs> I, I, I'll put a list together. I promise you they have degrees. I doubt it. I doubt those guys have degrees. Come on. Unlike you, <laughs> self-pro- self-proclaimed yeah. journalist. Yeah, 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 journalist. That's exactly me. Like, you could send me out in a war zone, and I'd be fine. I know exactly it's the like protocols. You, you, yeah, you bumbled out of college, and you're like, I'm going to be a journalist. <laughs> Listen, uh, I just I'm said a, media. I'm going to be a doctor. I didn't I'll say journalist. I said media. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, be a de- I'll be a dentist now. How, um, are they more, though? Okay, so, look. I'm I'm probably the guy in the moto media that that has the most enemies per se. Let's say that people don't like me or whatever, right? Um, but I always say to these guys, uh, or some teams complain or whatever. I'm always like, yeah, you should read ESPN sometime because you know there's there's guys hiding in garbage bins outside the Patriots uh, facility trying to you know watch practice or you know or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I'm always like, our sport, ha- you guys have it pretty easy for the media. Is it like that in NASCAR or is it a little bit more uh, mainstream media wise? Uh, I don't know. It's it's probably really hard for me uh, to compare them because I know all you guys. True. Yeah. I don't really I don't really know all these guys. I mean, I may know who they are and say hi to them once a month or something. But right. Um, it's it's just a whole you know it's just a bigger yep group of guys, and I don't have personal relationships with them. And if I'm you know so, pissed at them, I don't go right to them and say something. Um, so it's you okay. Know, it's, Interesting. It's just bigger, bigger. Bigger business, probably. I don't want to say they're more professional. They might don't be. Say, don't say professional. I don't know. I, it's not. That's not the word I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, more. They dig a little. They yeah. dig different than yep. you guys. Yep. Right. They don't come right out and ask things. They kind of hint or dig around a little bit. Um. So. Right. Different. Try to get a, a scoop or whatever. Um. So what you're saying is those guys couldn't necessarily get you on the phone like I could. Like you're a very important person in NASCAR circles. <laughs> And I just literally, you got on the phone with me. I'm, I'm not picking up the phone for anyone most of the time. So <laughs> I feel, I feel black. It only lucky. took you two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It didn't take me that long. It took me until two weeks. Um, well, I think there's some probably some NASCAR guys would be very jealous of this podcast. So I, you know, I, I doubt that. <laughs> okay. Hey, all fifty, all fifty people listening to it. <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, hey, so uh, hear a lot about NASCAR. Uh, ratings here a lot about NASCAR on track attendance. Uh, this has been in your family the whole life. You've seen the ups, the downs. You've seen it even before the Jeff Gordon bubble and all of that stuff that came up that really propelled it. I I gotta think. Speaking of the media, I always I, I is it a little bit of um, uh, a a chicken little screaming about the sky is falling? I mean things still seem pretty good. Is it on where it was? No, but to me seems pretty strong. Or, or does NASCAR really have an issue here, Coy, with everything that's been going on? You know, I don't think it's just a NASCAR issue. I think it's kind of just live sporting events in general. Mm-hmm. Definitely live attendance has declined across the board. We're actually doing pretty good TV-wise right now compared to most. Um, but I, it's it's hard. To, it's Obviously, if I knew the answer to this, I wouldn't be over here running a race team. I'd be making billions of dollars. <laughs> well, I'm sure TV. you are making billions of dollars. but <laughs> No. But I think... This is people digest it differently. Yep. I mean, I look at my I look at my children now. I have four kids. Not one of them watches TV. Really? Not one of them. Yeah. Now they'll watch a baseball game, a race, a football game uh-huh. live. Other than that, they're going to go right to the computer and watch whatever crud they want. Right. Instantly. Um, so people just are digesting things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they they don't have. 
as long of a attention span. Um, so I mean, I think I think our sport just needs to evolve. Um, I think Moto's kind of skirted right below it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's never been mainstream. Yeah, to have say, that blow so. up, right, right. Yeah, so um, I, it baffles me. I think it should, but it just never has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think you feel it as much there. But I know, you know, baseball, basketball, football, across the board, everybody's kind of dealing with the same issue. Yeah. Um, and the same, it, it's funny because people watching TV, obviously that's dropping drastically, but to capture a live audience is huge now. So you know when people are people are watching live sporting events so mm-hmm. we may be losing attendance you know live attendance but we're still capturing tv attendance yep. and that's huge for you know broadcasters right now so right so you don't put on you don't put it on um you don't put it on uh, the chase format you don't put it on like junior retired and and jeff gordon retired and they need new personalities is any of those a valid theory, or or is it more just what you, the stuff you just said? I mean, if it if it was based on that, then why is baseball going down? You know, yeah. Why is basketball going down? Why is football going down? Like right. that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I I think NASCAR has done a good job as far as changing the format, and making it more exciting, more relevant late in the year, so we don't know who the champion is ten weeks out. Right. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that, um, but. You know, if it if it makes it more exciting and more people watch, then so be it. Yeah, yeah. I get. I seem to, from what I read, mixed reviews on this chase, mixed reviews on the playoff system that they've implemented now. Uh, some good, some bad, right? I mean, I th- kind of like everything. Like, I don't know if it's universally been accepted or or rejected by the fans. Yeah, I, th- I think now, currently, I think the format's a lot easier to understand. Uh, originally, I think it was more it was complicated. Mm-hmm. People didn't really understand it. I think people kind of understand what's going on now, so it's easier to follow. Um, and I mean, it's you kind of got a little playoff there, and it yeah. kind of breaks down into different brackets, and hopefully, you make it to the last one. Do you? Well, um, years ago, people were saying that if you qualified for the chase or the playoff system, you then started using the other races as tests. Is that still and and so therefore the races were lacking a little bit of um, meaning. Is that is that something that really happens or is that just me? It, it I think it used to okay in the older style, but now that you can gain points that go towards uh, you know your championship run, it's kind mm-hmm. of changed that a little bit. Um, you'll see guys take the points at a stage win over possibly uh, you know mm-hmm. winning the race. So it's it's definitely made it. It's made it more interesting, right? One way or another. Uh, so your cars, the, the Fords and Toyotas, have been very good. Like you said, the two teams have been going at it for the most part. When does NASCAR say, "Hey, you gotta put a quarter inch spoiler on the back of your cars"? Like that's what <laughs> that's what they do, right? I mean, from what I understand, NASCAR steps in and is like, "Hey, you guys have found something. We we gotta tweak the other ones so the other cars can catch up." Does that happen? Is that, is that what we're gonna? Is that what they're gonna do to you guys? Has it happened? Yes, in the past. Yeah. Um, they're, they've, you know, they're, they've regulated everything so much. You know, there's races we shouldn't have won this year. Oh, really? We just shouldn't yeah. have won. Oh, yeah, multiple yep. times, and things just kind of fell our way. Um, but you know, like like any sport, um, usually the guys that are on their game are going to win a, a large portion of the races. Yep. Um, the issue is 
That's great. In the beginning of the year, I'm pumped. It's exciting. It's great for our drivers and our sponsors and for Toyota, but mm-hmm. we need to be there late. Right. So hopefully you're not peeking too early because we gotta we got to have a good run in the chase. That's what's important. Do you, do you start yelling at people and throwing things, Coy, if things don't go your way? Is That would be awesome if you Yeah, did. I don't easily do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Maybe I should. Yeah, yeah, you should look into that. Um, I'll, I'll throw some stuff at you next time. I oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Hey, I already, for people who don't remember, I talked about this a little bit. So at one race, you told me to get out of your truck. You told me you told one of your riders to not talk to me uh, in the middle of an interview, and then you threw a water bottle at me, and I had enough. I did. I had enough. I sent a letter to HR at Joe Gibbs Racing. Did, I see. I, I remember that. That was awesome. I sent an email and said I'm a you know respected member of the press, and this is all the things that Mr. Gibbs did to me, and and you know I I, I you know I want some some action taken, and I never heard back from HR. I don't know if did anything did anybody see, get an, anything happen? Seeing, seeing how I head up HR, <laughs> it didn't go very far. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah, not really. I never heard any. I never heard. Uh, any, I, I remember. I do remember her reading me something. I laughed so hard. I, I was wondering if you had to pay any price for your, your rudeness to the media, but apparently not. It was fine. Uh, I think I justified it. I told her she, he didn't have a journalism degree, so oh, okay. it doesn't matter. All right. Kind of like a. It's pe- like a random fan that just <laughs> put on a hat and called himself something. <laughs> So ran a fan. He found a vest laying in the bushes and walked out there with it on. Oh shit. Um okay. Um so all right, let's uh what else about NASCAR? Do I have any other uh questions about NASCAR? Um Yeah, I did you have know, one. You know more about NASCAR than you're saying. Uh not really. I I I like to follow it a little bit. But and the, the the reality of it is I have to work on this side because I can actually make a living over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if I could if I could make a living running dirt bikes, I would do it, but I have failed for 10 years, so now I'm stuck over here and I don't get to go to many races and it it's not as fun, but uh I, I do miss going. I I actually I was telling you I I'm <laughs> like if you're talking about Millville and I can go sit up on that hill and watch that race, yeah. the minute I sit down, it's the greatest race in the world. Right. My fat butt walking up that hill, sweating all day <laughs> on the middle of nowhere, driving an hour is not fun, yeah. but it, it, I would do it all day long because I love watching those races. Yeah. Yeah. You are into it. There's for sure. Um, be honest. Are you, are you in the, uh, the, the pit box there at NASCAR and checking your phone for updates from J-Bone or looking at live timing for Moto or Supercross? No, I do. I do all the time. Um, do you? Yeah. I, I don't read now. Reed was with me at uh, Charlotte and he, he first of all made fun of me because I, I don't have to, I can't watch it live on my phone. Okay. Because I didn't download the right thing or something, but he has it live and we were watching it on the pit box. Okay. So yeah. So all right. I watch it. I watch it all the time. Yep. You know? For sure. Um, and and so, what do you think, Freddie Norn? Nice step in. J Bone was on our pulp show. That's still going, by the way. In case you're wondering, um, <laughs> and, and uh, our early sponsor, JGR uh, Motors, early on. We were. Yep, yeah, you were. That did, that did a lot for us. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Okay. Anyways, uh, so uh, J Bone was on the show a couple weeks ago, and obviously Freddie, his first ride was amazing for you guys, and last week was was one good one, one so so. And J Bone's like, I'm done being a nice guy. Like, we needed to get results. Suzuki was yelling at us. Coy was yelling at us. We got to get results. And Freddie was the best guy. And so I, I love Chiz, and he's a good dude. But I had to get results. And 
And I said, wow, J-Bone, like, you, you know, you are. Like, I love Chiz, good, Chiz, good dude, but Freddie's better rider at this point. And it's, it worked, so nice work picking up Freddie. you got to be stoked. Yeah, that was, that was a great call on his part. Uh, I thought, um, obviously, everybody has Norn. He's been around forever. Yep. Um, so it was, it was great to see him run that first that first week for us. He killed it. Um, yeah. Hopefully he can bring it back here coming up. But. Right. And uh, Alex Martin, two hole shots at Redbud. Yeah, Alex is killing it. I yeah. felt so bad for him. It made me sick. In fact, oh. I think I was a, I think I was a jerk the rest of the day because of that. Um, <laughs> but the second moto was great. Yeah. Too, so yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, I think Dean. Uh, you know, Dean Baker sounds like you guys made some found some motor, some, found some horsepower a little bit, or switched swapped swapped out a motor package for Alex. And yeah, they were talking about something. I don't know what they did, but right. it's obviously the right direction. Yeah, uh, so that's good. That, that's good to see. Uh, like I said, Alex coming around and Norn doing better for you guys. Um, it's it's always better. I you know when we have all the manufacturers and you guys have been with Suzuki for a couple of years now. It's always better to have all the manufacturers get a little bit of the spotlight. You know, so yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure. It definitely helps the sport. Um, I'd obviously rather be on top every week and. Mm-hmm. We, Care less about everybody else at that point, but <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what made it there? How's the Suzuki thing going? How 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 how, how have you been they're, happy with it? Yeah, you've been good. They're yeah, they're awesome. They're the great one of the the best companies I've ever worked with in my professional really? life. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, dead serious. They're they're just great partners, and that's kind of what I was looking for, and that's what we have over here on the car side with mm-hmm. Toyota TRD, and yep. they just really care and. You know, want to do well and listen, and we listen to them, and it's just a it's a good partnership, and that's yeah. that's that's obviously we haven't been doing great. We have a bunch of injuries, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's where you can get some traction if you you got a good partner like that. Yeah, yeah, they seem. I, I talk to Chris Wheeler every now and then. I've known him for a long time. They're very excited. I think there's a little frustration at the size of Suzuki, but they're growing. They're trying. The 250F is all new. Like there's some momentum going with Suzuki and and they I think they're all in on you guys and they're stoked to have you. Oh, they are. Keep Wheeler off a bike, here. <laughs> dude. Right? I know. Just Jeez. stop riding, Chris. Just retire him from <laughs> test riding for officially. Yeah. <laughs> Every um, time I turn around, he's hitting the dirt. Right. Uh, and things are looking up for sponsorship for next year. I, I, I again, uh, all my platforms I have, Koi, which I know you're an avid listener. Um, <laughs> I, I talk about how scared I am for the sport a little bit because if JGR can't get a title sponsor with all the connections and all the Fortune 500 companies and all the things your dad has done in NASCAR side and, and despite you being there, you guys still doing a great job. I, I mean, our sport is, is awesome. We love it. You love it. You just talked about how much you love it. Like, I, It frustrates me that these companies aren't seeing our sport as a value with the TV ratings and the youth and the demo and everything else. Uh, and I think that may be changing hopefully in the, for you guys but god that bums me out coy you guys had to go title list this year yeah no i wish i wish i saw it changing uh, uh, unfortunately i think it's getting harder um i, I see it on the car side mm-hmm. obviously it lived it on the moto side but it's kind of a weird time where i mean the economy is doing pretty good but mm-hmm. companies are spending their money different just in weird ways i don't yep. get it but um, a lot of the traditional means of advertising seem to be changing. And, you know, I think a sticker on a bike or a car is probably a traditional way of advertising. So you got to really, you got to be able to do, you got to do a ton on the backside yeah. to hold sponsors. You got to 
really produce for them. Whatever their goals are, you got to make sure um, you can get there. A lot of times it's hard because there is no goal, and they don't tell you what they need or what they want or, you know, they yeah. need to do this, sell this, move that, get in here, and, and that's when it becomes really difficult because it's hard to quantify what you're doing. Um, right. I'd love to have a finish line or a goal to reach. Yeah, Supercross baffles me. I don't. Yeah, get it. like what? What are these companies? I can't, I can't sell it. I've tried. Why? What do these companies tell you? I mean, look at the look at the people. I, in the they pits. don't know. They don't know. They know nothing about our sport, unfortunately. Um, I mean, how many times have I gone to the meeting and they're like, "Yeah, we know what you do. You do the backflips." I'm like, "Yeah, that's not what we do." <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Or you guys? Yeah, I know what you do. You. You're on the pavement, then you go to the dirt, then you go back to the pavement. I'm like, yeah, no, that doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, we don't do that either. <laughs> yeah, actually, what we do is we pack a lot of people into a stadium. Yeah. We get a lot of people watching riders and going through the pits, and you can still walk in the pits, and it's not like you know NASCAR. It's, it's so hard to get in there nowadays. So um, I don't know. I can't figure it out. And honestly, I would love for that to be different. Yeah. I wish I could change it. I don't feel like I'm in a position as a team owner to change it, unfortunately. I think that's someone else's job, and it's not getting done, and I don't know why. And I'm right with you. I mean, it Uh, should be mainstream. We should be be a mainstream sport. Everybody should know our top ten riders. And and people should, I mean, it baffles me. For sure, it's yeah. frustrating. I I don't understand it. I don't get it because for a couple million it's dollars, partly, it's partly yeah. because the pulp and mixture sucks. Oh, okay, the word out. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass that on. I mean, I'll try. I don't understand how Kenny Watson and I can't sell the sport. I just don't understand. <laughs> this confuses me. Um, uh, he, he was up here last night for the show. That's why I brought brought him up already. But um, he called me like an hour ago. I told him I call him back in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be so mad. I just, I just well, remember he's gonna be so mad. He, he was back. already bitter because Tedesco hasn't been calling him back for months. Turns out he had he didn't have the right number. <laughs> so was, I mean, so yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I can't, man. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out. And what? Uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just. Maybe because I love it so much, I'm so blinded, and I just don't see the big picture. But I, I love the sport, and I think it should be huge. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it because we do have good attendance in Supercross. Nationals are okay. Ratings are decent. Ratings are 300,000, 400,000, you know, higher if we're on the big networks. And it's a real buzz. It's it's real people that, you know, connect with the sport and love it, you know? It sounds like we always just hover right under where we need to be. and right. We never kind of break through. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's not my job. I wish I could. <laughs> You're busy I'd enough, like right? Think, yeah. I'd like to think we could help, but right. Um, gosh, that's. Are you big. are you day to day with the team? Like, are you how is J Bone able to run it and and do what he needs to do? Um, you give him some leeway, or, or is every day are you doing some sort of decision, some sort of chat about the the motocross supercross team? No, it's not day to day for sure. No, um, I, I get together with. David kind of works on both sides. David Evans David works Evans, on yep. the moto, and so I see him on a daily basis. Um, mm-hmm. I see Bone probably once a once a week. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, you yeah. know, he's he's running it. Um, I trust him. And, you yep. know, we we obviously talk about the big the big things all the time, mm-hmm. but on day to day stuff, I'm I'm kind of out of it. 
Um, by the way, too, you got you had to let some people go. You let some riders go for the outdoors. Uh, I just want to tell people that, like, I was talking to some of the guys over there. You paid them for a few months after you let them go. You tried to put some of them with the cup car jobs, and some of them took it. Like, nice job on that. I really don't want to give you a fucking compliment here, but but like you, uh, you know, you did your best to let guys go the best way you can by paying them longer than you needed to and trying to put them in jobs. Man, that's awesome. No, I mean that's the most important thing. That's we're a family-run business, and we care about our people, and that kills me when you got to make moves like that. So mm-hmm. it was it was awesome. Someone wanted to come over here and work on the car side, and then when when stuff came up, and and you know it's 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 neat to have them over here. At least we we've got them in the family still. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. Maybe it's not. I, I hope they like it. I don't know. <laughs> I think they do. I talked to a couple guys. They liked uh, it. So it's a different. It's a different world. It's a different pace. I right. Mean, these guys over here, we hammer. Um, it's 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 hard work uh, yeah. every day. There's that's another reason why I like the motor side is yeah you you do your work and you you grind on the weekend probably harder. And the cup guys do, but yeah. man, during the week you get some time to at least hang out and go eat lunch and, hang, and have a good time. Not the cup guys, though. Just that's that's the cup guys is a different. It's a it's you know it's a front loaded week, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays are really really hard. Um, and you know you're you're at the wind tunnel. You're they're mm-hmm. coming back late with tons of changes. Um, we have two shifts that work here. Really? So it's just, two shifts. Oh yeah, yeah. We work Damn. about twenty hours a day. There's people in the building 20 hours a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Damn, dude. Yeah, these yes. NASCAR guys. So it's good to know if something happens with me, I got some a spot to land. In, yeah, in, you'll in. fall right back around. <laughs> <laughs> you no. can live with Wygant. <laughs> That'd be great. You can live with Wygant out here. It, we'll is, or- it is Orange Jeep. <laughs> it is Orange Jeep. <laughs> um, yeah, it, uh, it's it's uh, it's something else, man. Uh, I'm glad that you did that for those people, though, for sure. Uh, Coy Gibbs on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Uh, Coy, a few more things, when we'll we'll talk a little bit more. Um, hey, by the way, uh, how's your kid doing driving? Is it Ty? He's really good, I hear. Is, is yeah, no, he's, he's like he, he won a he won his first big race uh, a couple weeks ago. That was exciting. Like, does he legit have a future? Do you think? He's fast. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's fast. Um, I look, I'm not. I tell my children this all the time, and maybe I'm a horrible parent for saying this, but I'm not about wasting time. So, <laughs> if if you suck at one sport, we're gonna find another one. <laughs> we're gonna kind of go through everything till we figure out what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not wasting our time. Uh, that's why I get so frustrated with them. They all play. The two little ones play basketball. I'm like, yeah. you guys are terrible. What are you doing? <laughs> we're like, moving we on. Just, we just have fun. <laughs> like you're like, we're not having fun. Yeah. Like so. Uh, no, he's he's good. I mean, he's he's yeah. He's yeah. way faster than I was. And he right. he's, look, I didn't want him to race cars. That was not my plan for him. He was running mountain bikes and road bikes at the time, and uh-huh. my brother and my dad kept torturing him. <laughs> <laughs> and they came to me one time. Both of them, they came to me and said, hey, we, we need to pick one. And out of the eight kids, the grandkids, that's the one we need. And I'm like, get out of here. I already know what he's good at. Leave me alone. Because I've been through it. I know how hard yeah, it is. Right. Um, and what a sacrifice it is. It's no different than Moto. I mean, yeah. they start young. So about, I'd say about a year later, my brother came back to me. He goes, look, it's time to sacrifice one of them. And that's the one. <laughs> We're going to put him in the I, volcano. <laughs> yeah, I said, listen, I'm good with it. 
as long as A, I'm not paying for it, and B, I don't have to work on it. Because yeah, yeah. when you're doing that, that's tough work late late at night. Um, uh-huh. So yeah. we pulled him out of school, we homeschooled him, and he's been on the road ever since he's like 10 or 11. And that's all he's been doing. And he loves it. He's into it. Yeah, he's he's into it. I mean, it's cool. It, it's fun to see him mature. I mean, yeah. But, there's not many 14-year-olds you can drop off anywhere in the country, and he can Uber and fly and get himself home. It's pretty amazing. So <laughs> I couldn't do that. And then, and no then I got felt. I got Billy Feltz with him, which is a little scary. What? <laughs> Feltz is, is his mentor? <laughs> Jesus. Feltz is with him 24 hours a day. Oh, boy. Which, which scares me. Actually, there's a lot of good life lessons. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really. At Billy. I, I talk to Ty about it all the time. Like the tattoos he has on his leg. I'm like, was that a good good life choice or a bad life choice? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that was a bad life choice. I'm like, exactly. You're like, all right, keep going. You're allowed to keep going, right? Oh, that's funny. Um, no, but he's good. He'll be good. He's got a shot. Yeah, good. Good to hear. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the uh, Fly Racing Race Rex podcast with Coy Gibbs. Good stuff from Coy. Always fun time to uh, to talk to him and uh, yeah, and get, and get made fun of. So why not? Uh, thank you, Fly Racing. Uh, Zach Osborne, Blake Baggett, uh, Benny Bloss, Ben LeMay. A lot of racers wearing fly racing gear out there, and it is July as we record this, so it is hot as balls. So please check out the Kinetic Mesh stuff from Fly Racing. Uh, they do a great job with it, and it, trust me when I say it is vented. It is amazingly vented. So uh, Kinetic Mesh is out now. Also, uh, thank you, Racetech. Uh, thanks, Racetech, for coming on board this podcast. Uh, they support a lot of racers, including Jerry Robin with Motors and Suspension, Ben LeMay, Mike, Mike Alessi up in Canada, Tyler Medaglia up in Canada, Racetech.com. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Get your motor work done. Get your motor work serviced. Get your suspension done. Get it valved for your weight and or speed. Thanks to the folks at Racetech uh, for coming on board, as always. Uh, great guys. Great company. And also, um, yeah, Fly Racing, of course. Racer X Podcast. Going to go back to uh, to Coy Gibbs here. Thanks to Maxis. Thanks to Alpine Stars for uh, coming on board this podcast. All right. Here's Coy. Chad Reed on your team. Obviously, it was a late deal. Put together, we'll talk about Pike in a second and his injury. Um, do you like him to come back for next year? It's early still, obviously. And what did he do for your program? Uh, you know, he, he got a couple of good finishes. People dug him. He's popular in the pits. Um, he loves the the, the, the four wheel stuff too. How did that mesh with you and, and how did it work out? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I was, you know, it was kind of perfect timing. And we had a spot for him and he came over and did a great job. Uh, I was excited to see him. He he drove a a car race like two weeks ago. He did actually did a really good job. I have, I have buddies up there that were there that he didn't know. And yeah, I said, yeah. hey, how do you do? And they're like, he did pretty darn good. I was like, yeah. all right, good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure he had a blast doing that. I'm sure he'll be in my office next week asking me for a ride in the, the cup car. <laughs> yeah, knowing Chad, I guarantee you, yeah. right now he thinks he could top five a cup race for sure. Right now. <laughs> You know, if you, if you know him well, he's just like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can do that. <laughs> um, no, it, yeah, it was good. I'm, I, I don't know what the plans are next year. Obviously, we're still working on yeah. sponsorship, and that's been tough. Um, but if we could ever get anything, you know, solid on that side, we'd love to have yeah. do something. I, whatever. Honestly, he's at the age he could pick whatever he wants to do. Right. I mean, if he, that's he's earned that in his career. So if we can get him over here to run, that would be phenomenal. If he wanted to do. Part time, full time, whatever. I mean, yeah. I think we're we're open to whatever. Obviously, we need money because 
Yeah. Last time I looked, Chad's not running for free. No, no, I don't believe so. I, I think he gave. I think he gave you guys a gimme this year, and now he wants yeah. to. Now he wants to be paid, and and he did well. He rebounded, you know, from his injury. He did. So yeah, and I don't blame him. I mean, yep. that's a lot of work and a lot of heart. Yep. You know, you're asking a guy to do a lot of stuff for you. So. Um, Weston Pike, obviously, I was at the race in Paris that that where he got hurt. Hasn't raced all year. Future is uncertain for sure to continue. This is a kid that you guys took a chance on a long a long time ago. He's ridden you for a while. He really improved. He got the team some great finishes. Uh, he's got a good fan base. It's a real shame what's happened. He's got his spirits as, as best as they can. Um, and I, yeah, I, I guess just a few words on Weston and and you know what he's meant for your team over the years. No, I think he um, he had a I think he had a surgery what, like a month ago or something. The Kind of finish up some stuff. Obviously, that's that was awful. I mean, yeah. he's sick to yeah. my stomach. Um, we love Weston. He's always been great with me. He's easy to talk to. He's just a good guy. Yeah. Tough, tough sucker. Um, you know, we're still praying there's a miracle there, and he he gets back going. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what I you know, regardless, I'd love him be part of the team in, in some aspect. Um, once oh, again, yep. obviously, we need some funding. Yes, so yes. That, that would help. Um, but I talked to him, like, I probably talked to him more than I talked to any rider. Um, oh, yeah, good. So I, I need to give him a call. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks, but right. he's a good dude. Yeah. I like Weston a lot. Yeah, you guys, and, and I really, like, he, I feel like he was grown up in your program. You know what I mean? Like, he really... Made steps in your program. He's been there. Jeez, I yeah. remember when he was running privateer. I remember his dad looped his bike out in the pits somewhere once. You remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember. Louie <laughs> Louis looped it out? <laughs> Louie looped it out, like, sitting in his <laughs> staging lane. Just I don't know what the heck happened. And then uh, I remember he had to borrow parts from us because he's so big. He was bending his foot pegs. Yeah. Um, so we made some different stuff. But, no, I mean, it's just, it's just cool to see a guy who's tough and yeah works his guts out and you know gets gets to the top of a sport it's pretty awesome right um, I, I, obviously if he can get healthy it would be even a better story so we'll yeah see. absolutely uh justin hill didn't work out the way i think he wanted to the way you wanted to the way some of us in the media thought it would uh he did win a race for you guys 250 class in san diego um but man uh i think j-bone got more gray hairs from justin's time um there than than, than any other rider yeah, we never seem to get going there, and obviously he's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin's—he's a good dude too. I like—I like Justin, um, but we didn't. You know, I'm, I'm sure he'd say the same thing. We never got really got traction. Yeah, got going. Um, and you know, sometimes I don't know why that is. If I did, if I did, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point, right? <laughs> uh, he's talented. We know that. He put the bike on. You know, fastest, numerous practice, uh, practice. He was top three or fastest guy. You know, so Shoot, he would do that like lap one. It was amazing to me. Right, um, right. He just blow out there lap one or lap two and yeah, just are, throw it on a lap. Are there NASCAR guys like that? Are there guys that maybe aren't? And you don't have to name any names or whatever. But are there NASCAR guys that are really talented drivers that sort of underperform? Hell, I'll, I'll name names. You know me. I don't yeah, care. yeah, it's true. I, but you know what I mean. Like other, or is it different in that sport because the team can get your car closer? Or, I don't know. Like, I think there's a handful of guys. I always base it on it's. It's kind of like there's windows, and some guys have a really big window, and some guys have a really small window. Mm-hmm. And so, so much of it is the car and the team. Yep. And the package you have, but some guys. 
even if you're kind of off a little bit, can still run that thing up front, and some guys can't. Um, I don't know why that is. It's mm-hmm. just something, something about that individual that right, right. can take a car that's handling off a little, you know, that's not handling great, and put it up front. And Moto is probably similar. Um, I yeah. Think, you know, obviously, there's really fast guys. Moto, there's just guys that make it happen, guys that don't. I think a lot of it is, more of it is the rider. Um, than the bike probably right, on right. that side. I think that I think all the bikes are really good nowadays. Yeah. I was worried about when they went EFI that it would separate the field, but I honestly think it brought it closer back together. I mean, you don't see guys blasting through and supercross and lapping up the fourth place anymore. It just doesn't yeah. happen. Um, so I think that everybody's bikes, all the bikes are getting better and technology's getting better, and um, right. so it's 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 it was. Actually, I thought it would go the other direction. Yeah, yeah, because you think that the smarter engineer guys would get a hold of things and start, you know, finding advantages, finding curves, right? Because I mean, well, yeah, I mean, and they do, and they still do. Yeah. But instead of it being like a twenty percent gain, I think the average guy now can go buy something off the shelf that's ninety-five percent there. Yeah, I so mean, you're fighting for the last five percent, which is critical, but it's just. It's just odd to me. I thought it would be opposite. Um, I mean, it's it's amazing that the AMA doesn't crack down more and find more of these people. It's, it's such a stringent organization. It's amazing. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going there. <laughs> um, hey, so let's talk about some of the guys you've had in the past. Uh, Davy Millsaps. Uh, the the arguments. I'd walk into your truck, and you or him would be arguing about. I don't know, Home Depot or, or cars or something. <laughs> and you would tell him, you're so stupid. <laughs> and Davey would be like, no, Coy, you're an idiot. You don't you don't understand. <laughs> it's awesome. It was incredible. We, we would definitely argue a lot. <laughs> All the time. It was fantastic. About random things. Yes, uh, yes. I don't, I don't, it was great. But he, hey, he, he did well for you guys over the years. He did. Uh, he, um, I talked to him. Gosh, I got to talk he keeps. He wants to open up a Chick Fil A, and I know <laughs> Ross, Kathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's that easy. And I keep telling him, "Well, call Ross." Um, but he called me. Gosh, I talked to him like a couple months ago. I miss Davey. I don't get to oh, see him very often. Yeah. Um, he's got kids, and oh, he's all into BMXing and works racing. Yeah. Isn't he really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. His kids. The, kids, the kids are running. Yep, they're into it. So. Good, good. That's fun. That's a fun. That's a fun time. I did that with my kids, and I did it growing up. It's a good family time. Oh, you guys would battle. It was great. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> old Davis. Yes, old Davis. Well, the funniest time was like he walked out the one time. And he must have had three hundred of those magnetic stickers on his body. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably just ran like crap. And I said, "You might need to put another three hundred on because we got to run a little better than that." <laughs> Uh, um, Justin Brighton. What do you remember about JB? JB, he lives right next to me. Yeah, right down the street. Yeah, he's um, still kicking, man. He is. He's, he's he looks good. Yeah. Gosh, he's 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 getting up there in age, and he's still rolling. Yeah, um, good were, dude. I like Justin. Were you stoked when he won Daytona? Yeah, that was good yeah. for him. That was awesome. He he deserved that. He's been grinding for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he opened up a shop. He did. Um, yep. He's got a, yep. He's got a shop there. KTM. I don't know what he's selling. KTM vape shop. Vape no, shop. No, that, that's Weston. Uh, <laughs> that is Weston. It is Weston. Yeah, uh, Louis got one. Uh, no, a KTM shop. Yeah. So, so that was that was 
that'll be cool. See if you can get that going. Right. Um, I, I I love it if he charged you ten over retail if you went in there. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, what about Justin Barsha? Obviously, uh, not all good, but some good. Uh, you know, did well for you guys. Got some podiums. Came back. Uh, up and down, uh, another guy that that you know gave left it all on the track for sure. Yeah, no, I, you know I haven't talked to Justin in a while, but I always like Justin. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He, um, we just always kind of ran into injuries leading up into Supercross, and I think once you, it's hard to start the season off hurt or coming off the couch. Yeah, almost impossible. But he's a, he's a good dude. He's he's a piece of work. He makes me laugh um, for sure. He's got some energy in him. Yeah. Uh, Phil, don't even bring up Phil's name. He's Phil. a dirt. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> he's second in the points right now. He's he's up in Canada. He's got yeah, a, the last the last time I talked to Phil. Besides, he, he accused me of trolling him online. He did. Like, <laughs> well, you were you were trolling him online. I didn't know what a troll was. I didn't go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what did he send me a text? Something like, "Hey, wait, wait to wait, wait to wave at me, you a hole." And I, I guess I was pulling out of the park. He lives right down the street, oh, yeah. and I didn't see him. And he was waving at me, and he was mad. I said, "I didn't even see you." Oh. I actually got to eat lunch with him. Oh yeah, once ago. Yeah, I walked in the grocery store, and he was sitting down there eating. Uh, so it was fun. I love Phil. He's funny. He, he cracks me up. He said he, he he said he was uh you know felt like he was taking advantage of a JGR a little bit because <laughs> yeah. you, you guys always just knew you had him and you knew that he'd always be there and so Phil Phil had to strike out on his own and, and get a Canadian ride. So good for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. It's that's a good deal. Hopefully, he gets a good payday. I I think it would be miserable going up there. But. <laughs> easy, easy, quite. <laughs> That's a, hey, you hated Toronto. You always hated going to Toronto. Canada, yeah, America's hat. I have no desire to go up there. Um, no, he, he's he's no, he's I, and I don't mean it in a bad way. He just, I'm just saying, like he was like, ah, oh, those guys. Oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, Phil, let me say this: it doesn't matter. Like you could have paid Phil a million dollars, and he still have that crappy attitude. That's just the way Phil is. <laughs> Good like, point. So, I, so when he brought up when he was bummed out, I just ignored him because it seemed like he was bummed out all the time. <laughs> it's a boy who cried wolf, right? You're just like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell what was real or fake. Or in his world, I think it's all real. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really. Um, no, he's he's yep. doing a, he's doing a good job up there. Yeah. No, he yeah he's he's riding well. He's enjoying it and, and, and all that. But honestly, like you think about that program you put Phil on to start, uh, Thomas Menfab and, and uh, Phil's doctor buddy helped out, and you had this yeah. idea of look, their sport has so many injuries. The guys miss all this time. Like, why don't I have this guy that's riding and training, and he can step in and Coy? I mean, he raced over half the races most of the years. Like, it, yeah. it, if you can afford it, if a team can do it, if a rider wants to do it, it's a brilliant program. It's a brilliant idea. You told me I was an idiot for doing that. <laughs> no, what I you told remember that? You said you were an idiot. You were a scumbag for doing that to <laughs> Phil, I think is what you said. Well, I just I just <laughs> wanted Phil to have a chance. That's all. No, I. you know, that that's the one hard thing about our sport, man. It's, yeah. It's, it's a violent, brutal sport. It's I tell you, it's like playing... 20 plus football games a year. I mean, you just can't physically, it's almost impossible to do it. So mm-hmm. uh, I wish that wasn't the case. I wish our guys weren't hurt a yeah. lot of the time, but yep. uh, they are. And you face reality. I mean, it, it did work out pretty good. I mean, it, it takes funding to do that. Yeah. Um, that's the bad part, but yeah. yeah, that's the negative. And, and obviously it's, you know, it's, if, if Phil had a better deal than that, he would have taken it for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's, we lucked out and got a guy who's, talented 
heck, he finished top three at some outdoor stuff. So it's he's he's a talented kid. I I just thought it's a great idea. My, my original thing I was telling Wygant was that no, if, you told me I was an idiot for doing it. No, you're such a jerk. No, Why I, would you do this? I before? wanted you to I get, can bring up the. I can probably bring up the text where I, you're no. screaming at me about it. <laughs> I wanted you to get. Here Phil. you are spinning it and saying it's a great. No, idea. listen, you're not understanding it. I wanted Phil to have the full ride and some other jerky to be the fill in. I wanted Phil to have the full ride. You, I just was upset that you wouldn't put Phil on the full ride, you know, because he was so good, especially in Supercross, especially in Supercross. Um, but, no, I, the idea itself, just without Phil, is, is a good idea, um, and, and it worked out pretty well for you guys. So, um, yeah, good job on that. My idea originally was that if you had an underperforming rider, you would bench him for a week or two and pull the guy, off the, pull the guy out, and Wygant said I was an idiot for that. That would never happen. <laughs> I said no. Like if 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 JG isn't performing, they're gonna sit him down and pull Phil, put Phil on the bike. That would be hard. Yeah, that wasn't really quite quite how it worked out, right? Well, I mean, it's just your a lot of times your football team, especially on the four four fifty side, you got two guys. Yeah, I mean that's your team. Yeah. So, yep. You don't have fifty four guys to pull off the bench. Um, Sometimes uh, that would be awesome. I yeah, think maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I could handle fifty-four riders, but <laughs> Can you imagine, yeah. If one started popping off, you just go, okay, you go back there, like in college. Yeah, go, go get in line because you're not coming out here for a while. Yeah, yeah, beat it, right? Um, yeah, I, I think you've had fifty-four riders over the years at different fill-ins. <laughs> I, I probably have. <laughs> any probably regrets have. about any regrets about leaving at, at intermission at Washougal all those years ago? <laughs> 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 I think that's the only time that's ever happened in the sport. I love it. Still a great, uh, still a great memory for all of us to talk about. No, yeah. no, that's a long, that's a long ride back. <laughs> hey, this ain't working out. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're just gonna go home now. <laughs> I barely remember that. I think I blocked that out of my head. I'm sure you did. It was great. Uh, um, before we wrap it up here, Coy, I know you're a busy man, and uh, many journalists are trying to get hold of you for many quotes. Um, are you? Uh, do you watch much football anymore? Are you still in the football a lot? Obviously, with your background and playing and everything, you know, I, how does that go? I, I'm a terrible fan. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. I think when you're, I don't know. I grew up most of my life where I knew if we were losing, that we just had to move. So, <laughs> so much was so much was riding on it. Yeah. Uh, that when you go back to just watch it. Now I do watch football. I actually coach peewee football. That's my only hobby. Um, this will be my 10th year, I think. This will uh-huh. be the first year I coach without one of my kids playing. Um, I love football. I love the sport. Mm-hmm. It, it's been a huge part of my life. Um, I think you learn a lot from playing football. Um, and, you know, I, not many kids can go out for to buy a motorcycle and go ride. I wish more could. Mm-hmm. I think you learn a ton from that. I think it makes you tough. But, you know, it, just about anybody can roll down the street and join a Pop Warner League and play football. Yeah. Um, you know, at that at the age I coach, everybody can play. Um, the sport's not for everyone as you get older, but at, at this age, it's fun to watch them all play and right. run around. And uh, The parents suck, let's face it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I bet. They, they, they've gotten worse over the last 10 years, um, but I still enjoy doing that. I, I, I enjoy coaching it probably more than I do watching it. Really? Yeah. I, I, I find myself uh, – I used to love the NFL. I find myself drifting out of love of it with a little bit. I don't know if it's the the owners, the players. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. Uh, or maybe we know more about the concussions. We see the older guys. 
I don't know what it is because I also I 100% agree with you that sports is very important, not just football, but hockey, for example. I love hockey. Hockey's got yeah. – uh, sports are very important for any kid. I, I 100% back you on that. Um, but I don't know what it is about football. I just find myself – I used to live and die with the Raiders uh, on Sundays, and and now that's I'm like, hey. Your, that's your first problem. Oh, yeah, well, the Redskins have been doing so great, Coy. You're, I, <laughs> I, I, I understand that, you, they're, they're, you know, they've been killing it. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely has changed. I do watch it. I mean, I don't, like, purposely sit down and, and – the start of a game turn. If I turn TV on, football's yep. on, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're not planning your day sunny. around it's, it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not even like the pro stuff. I just, growing up as a kid and all the life lessons you learn and mm-hmm. really being on a team, learn how to be a teammate and not, you know, be a jerk. Um, yep. I think it just teaches you a lot growing up and it, it makes you a little tougher, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's sports out there that are tougher than that, you know, MMA and wrestling and things like that, but right. oh, not capital wrestling. Hockey. Like, oh, like, 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 like why, why can't wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that makes you tougher or weird. No, <laughs> no, it just makes you weird, dude. Uh, hockey, for sure. I mean, they, the, gosh, I, the thing that... The thing that blows me away more than anything is that last year was the first year I was coaching. I, my oldest kids were ten, mm-hmm. right? I had two looking at me right in the eyes, <laughs> and I'm like, "What are we feeding these kids? They're humongous." Yeah, and yeah. That's what you forget about hockey. Those guys are ginormous. Yeah, they're hum. They're huge. Yep. Um. So, the kids keep getting bigger, man. It's blows me away yeah i think we are as a society right right i remember a six foot four hockey player was a monster it was like in the early 90s there's some couple guys that were six four and they were just monsters and that's a regular size now for 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 a hockey player it is and and, and they cracked down on you know all the steroids back in the day in the nfl and now they're just as big but they're taller (laughs) and and the chests are starting to get just as big as they were back then it's just it's it's amazing to me when you coach in the nfl and you're around them so much, you forget how big they are, right. and you think you're, like, the same size or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back, you're like, oh, my gosh, these guys are huge. Who um, who was the coolest football player you've been around? Who were a couple of guys over the years? And I, I even when when you were a little kid, when your dad was winning Super Bowls, or when he came back and you were – you were the photocopy guy, I guess is what I heard. You just photocopied? Uh, well, uh, yep, yeah, I pretty much I coached the copier right. for you, years. You were a photocopy guy. Um, Killed it. Who, <laughs> Killed it. <laughs> Killed it. Uh, who who was a couple of football guys that you know people maybe wouldn't? I, I don't know if anybody. One of the coolest guys. His name was Joe Washington. He's a running back. Okay. Like third down back. Yep. The skins. And then there's the, I still see him every now and then. His name's Reggie Branch, and he was a special teams guy slash okay. running back. Um, awesome dude. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of really cool guys, but those are two guys that stand out. That they were just. They were just unique, who, really nice guys. Who was a guy that you couldn't believe how good he was? Like a receiver, or any, like was there just? I mean, like, I mean, you, some of the receivers, like in the mid nineties. Um, oh gosh, there was a lot of good ones. Um, there's guys that can just change games. Yeah, and there's even guys now that can change games. And when you're out there and you realize how. Almost all those guys are freaks, and then all of a sudden there's one that's a right. little bit right. better than the rest. It's amazing to me. Um, yeah, like 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 Randy Moss, like in his prime. You're just like he Ooh. was he was unbelievable. He would c- catch like a drag, 
and just take off. And I mean, no one was going to even come close to catching him. Yeah. And you like when you're a little kid on the sideline watching that, you're like, every day that guy is amazing. Right. Right. Randall Cunningham could do that. Um, there's a whole bunch of like handful of guys back then that were just just amazing. And, and same as they're they have them today too. Just yeah. So yeah. Good. Yeah. You just see these guys every day. Like I mean, I'm. I went to the test track at Yamaha with Chad every day in his prime, and you're just like, I mean, I worked for Tim Ferry, and and he was a great rider, and Chad was better, and you're like, fuck, you're like, look how good Red Dog is, and you're like, look at Chad, like just, yeah, you know, you're just like amazed, you're just like, how can anybody go any faster? Oh, that guy can, right there. No, this is what the guys always tell me, not growing up in the sport, they're like, hey, yeah, the guy's thirtieth. You know, yeah. qualified thirtieth at outdoors, but I promise you, you put him in any local track, he's wiping out the field. Yeah, and, yeah. and you forget about that. Um, yep. So it's just, it's always neat. To see, it's I love watching people do something they're great at. That's all there is to it. So you, when, you must enjoy watching me at the races then. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you must really sit back and go. There's a there's a guy yeah. digging for you're scoops. really really good at eating those Snickers bars. So I'll give you credit on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much. That, is, okay. that might be the end of your greatness. <laughs> All right, I think we'll end the interview now. I think that'll be it. Uh, I know. I'm sure you got people to yell at or some. I got to call Watson back before he screams at me. <laughs> I want to tell uh, him I had more important stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, do that, please. That'd be, that would make my day. Uh, congrats on the success uh, at the NASCAR stuff. I read about it. It seems like seems like things are going well. Um, so yeah, good job over there. And, and Norin's doing well, and, and Amart's turning it around. So perhaps the second half of the motocross season, your team will uh, you know get some better results, and you'll be happier yeah, that end. So. Yeah, It'll be good. Um, uh, so yeah, thanks, Coy Gibbs, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks for your time, Coy. Appreciate it, and we'll see you down the road, man. Are you going to go on any more outdoors this year? I don't know. I keep looking at the schedule and I try to make it, but sometimes right. I got to go every week into the car race. So uh-huh. we'll see. Yeah, you got to skip the car racing. Just head head to moto. <laughs> I mean, where else are you going to see guys like myself and Wygan? And you know? that is true. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks for the time, Coy. Thank you. All right, all right, man. See you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. 
And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go.